Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Uh, I am Adrian Cobb, and you're listening to My Wild Magic with Adrian. And uh, today we're going to be ushering in the 2022. I'm so happy to be in this new year with some uh, super valuable astrological advice for the upcoming year with the owner of Wise Skies Astrology with uh, Tiffany Harlick. So be sure to listen to this podcast and we're going to gain some clarity that we may all need for the most loving and compatible life choices that we're going to be able to make for ourselves this year by following that astrological flow. So uh, let's start out the year in this universal flow in our inner wisdom with Tiffany. So Tiffany, welcome for being on the show today. Thanks, Adrian. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. Glad to have a new year. <laughs> oh, man, you and me both. Ever since uh, between Christmas and New Year, I... Uh, had this tooth abscess, lost a tooth. <laughs> I'm like, well, let's just get it all done before January 1st, whatever we got to do. <laughs> yes, luckily, it's not one of my front teeth. <laughs> but yeah. uh, And then you recently, you know, had some of your own health challenges. So, Oh my gosh, it was so weird. And then when I got <laughs> back here, the city um, like concreted me in, like uh, they're redoing mm -hmm. the... Um, the sidewalk out here and so I had all kinds wow. of weird appliance issues and I'm with you I'm like just get it out of the way leave it back <laughs> in that year and just be able to exactly. go exactly yeah we're uh we're complete we're done happy <laughs> grateful grateful complete yeah. okay so uh yeah so astrologically what kind of things do we have going on this year anything you want to start with um anything coming up soon yeah, you know, in January, January and February are probably my favorite months astrologically this year um, because the nodes are shifting signs. And so the, mm. the nodes um, are points based on the moon and it's not an astrological body, but it does influence things for us. And so the nodes have been in Gemini and Sagittarius for about 18 months and they, they move backwards in the sky and they're shifting into Taurus and Scorpio. Um, and the North node will be in, in Taurus and the South node will be in Scorpio. And that happens on the 18th, I believe. Um, but it'll, I, yeah, I won't hold myself to that, but it's happening in January and it's another 18 month cycle. And so that's kind of a, a lighthouse in the astrology, a big shift that we'll be able to feel. Um, a lot of the outer planets are going to kind of linger where they were. But another big marker of, of 2022, of course, you've probably heard astrologers talking about the United States is having their Pluto return. And yeah. so it's, it doesn't just happen on this one date in this one year. It's, a, it's part of a larger cycle. Um, and there is a lot of uh, upheaval around that. But there's also, I feel like it's almost like we're breaking ground, you know, in order to have a garden, you, you don't just sprinkle a seed on top and walk away. There's got to, you got to, uh, that's how I garden, Tiffany. And I can't say I get the best results. I'm like, if it grows, it grows. It's out there. Right. <laughs> Maybe I should it. dig a little deeper, I guess, huh? Well, I mean, it's, it's a nice way of looking at it. And so if you guys want to critique me, I'm usually a little bit on the positive side of the astrologer, of the astrology um, interpretations. Uh, a lot of people have different ways of looking at it, but you know, the, the United States having their Pluto return is a pretty big deal um, because Pluto returns once every 250 years. So oh, wow, this, uh, yeah. So it's like, you know, your birthday, you have your solar return. Um, Mars, when kids get their terrible twos, Mars returns every two years. Um, Saturn returns every 27 to 30 years. And so you see the, the 29 club, the 27 club, um, but people don't get a Pluto return. Um, unless they live to be 250 years old, right? Do so, <laughs> that, yeah. So the, their countries are who gets their Pluto return. And we have many to look back on in history. Um, but this is the first time that this country is going through that. So we're going to see three big dates where there will be, it will be very insightful. There will be many turning points available 
So it just depends on what we're, what kind of ground we're breaking and what we're putting into that garden, so to speak. Um, but those are the, those are, I guess, two things that I think are really interesting. I think in April, there's another uh, broad stroke turning point, kind of when the art changes, um, Jupiter will conjunct Neptune and that's a positive transit. If you think about Jupiter as being kind of the good luck charm, uh, the fairy godmother, the philosophers, the kings, the um, the magic carpet ride, right? Jupiter, ex foreign languages, expanding knowledge overseas. It's right next to, it's going to kiss Neptune, which is more like the yoga teacher of the skies, the bliss, the at-oneness, the uh, musician, the muse. And so when those two come together, I feel like we're going to see uh, a shift in the art. It's kind of like, when did the music change from the 70s to the 80s or the 80s? How do yeah, you know? true. Wow. So if you're a musician, this would be a good time to be inspired for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you think that would be true of other arts as well like oh, yeah. Yeah. shifts on writing and or anything you know yoga style maybe it's a time that a certain style comes out that gains popularity for this period it's it's a renaissance time um is, i just yeah. can't predict what it's going to look like you know when did pointillism shift into impressionism I, you know there's a, a moment when <laughs> tastes start to change uh, i don't have that in my design so if you were if you're like a trendsetter um, you can probably feel it coming already. You can, you probably wow. see some of the patterns. Great uh, advice. Yeah, some people are. I notice a lot of the star beans, a lot of people who have that creative flow or that inspiration, like that third eye flow where they are more of a visionary. Yeah. This would be awesome for them. You're right to kind of take advantage of and hone in on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah ride the wave. Yeah. So those are some of the big ones. If you're looking at like the, the general overview, we could go month by month if you want. We could go planet by planet. But th those three things I think are really good points to anchor in and be aware of as we're starting out the new year. So, you know, you're you're doing a really good job, I think, of saying, hey, you know, this is what this is what's happening on a planetary energetic level. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know what seeds we're going to put in. So that kind of makes me think, you know, because I think sometimes when people lend to astrology or the I Ching or tarot cards, that sometimes people will put these arts kind of in a more um, final state, like this is my year, it's, it's Mercury retrograde, so I can't communicate at all. Um, but really, it has a lot to do, it sounds like with our free will. And what we're choosing to put out there actually has influence on how we participate with the planets. Um, I don't know if you can talk a little bit more about that. Uh, I feel like combination you, of free will and yeah, uh, like astrologically. you nailed it. Like that is exactly it. You know, I practice Western evolutionary astrology, and so you, if you think about the kind of the observer affects the experiment, it's almost like if you could if you could co-create rain with the clouds you know what i mean you're not just so affected by the weather uh, but you're working with the astrological weather and so it all of that kind of starts in the ethers right and so um i think it it's just dependent on everybody's own individual healing their individual perspective uh their their individual things that they're going through um you can look back over time like for example when when Jupiter was in Scorpio, we went through a, a large Me Too movement in um, the media. And that's based on people's experiences. We could have handled it a lot of different ways, but we handled it through large uh, media. After Jupiter's in Scorpio, it goes into Sagittarius, which rules the law, right? And so then there starts to be some accountability. Um, and so it, it really is, we, are, we really are participating in this. Uh, things could have gone down differently. We could have planted different seeds, um, but those are the seeds that we planted. So as the United States is going through this groundbreaking time, um, kind of like when you're on a roller coaster, some people are really excited and they want to go yeah. again, you know, like, let's do that again. <laughs> some people are like scared for their lives and need to get <laughs> off of the ride and they don't want to be here, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Uh -huh. So there's that neural pathways and, and just noticing, I think, how, how your experience is affecting your reality, really. I think that uh, Spirit TV, that our world around us is going to be really Spirit visible. Spirit TV, I like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very cool. I'm finding um, one of the things that's maybe kind of easier to gravitate towards in any situation, if somebody was wanting to redo their belief system versus 
you know, go down a, like a path they've already, kind of a darker path of what they've already done before, like life sucks and, you know, whatever, um, victimization, anything like that. It's just the gratitude, you know what I mean? Um, of all, of all different things, even when something is hard, you know, uh, just choosing gratitude and finding that one positive thing that kind of goes with it. Yeah, you know, this year, especially with the nodes moving into Taurus, I feel like it's that finding your inner Stevie Nicks, you know, that earth mama that's got that magical crystal uh, vibration to her. I feel like there's a lot of um, crystal earthy, like, I love your meditation that you do with the new earth energy. I was listening to that again last night because it's it's so great. It just plugs you right into uh, the energy of hope instead of the energy of fear. And the more of us that are plugged into that hope, I feel like, you know, that's kind of a fun result to play with. And in terms of gratitude, yeah, that's one of those things. It's like a word that we use, but how do you apply it? So uh, this morning. Right. Hold that thought. We're going to take a break. We will be right back in a minute to explore gratitude. So we'll be right back. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion. With me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnudsenSpeaks.com. Is your life stressful and unfulfilling? Would you like to make changes, but you don't know how? Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show. I'd like to recommend The Neptie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer. This is a memoir with questions to help you change your story and live a life that's more pleasing to you. For more information or to purchase this fabulous book, please go to transformationtalkradio.com or go to carlgreer.com. Welcome back. We are on the Dr. Pat Show, Transformation Talk Radio. I am Adrienne, the guest host for stepping in for her today. Uh, My Wild Magic with Adrienne. I am normally on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific time. You can also check out my website, www.mywildmagic.com. See the other services I offer, uh, memberships and uh, meditations. And then who we are here with today is Tiffany. And Tiffany, um, how can people get in touch with you if they were wanting more of a personalized astrology reading, or you also have a whole network, a whole community working with other healers and um, 
human design practitioners, which I'm fixing to have a, a reading for myself coming up later this month. Um, but how can people get in touch with you as well? Um, so wiseskiescollective.com and it has the astrology report. It has our community there. It has our digital astrology calendar. Um, all of the stuff that we're talking about, you don't have to feel like you have to take notes. There's a great blog post, but wiseskiescollective.com. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You offer a lot of really neat services actually. So I, I like your community. I just like, yeah, being a part of it. So, <laughs> well, um, it's, it's a metaphysical counseling company, right? So we do offer one-to-one services, but we also offer a community offer. So it, it's, there's something for everybody in there. Um, and like you said, I cannot wait for you to get your human design um, reading. I yeah. can't wait to see all of the mechanics of that. So that, that is a big, yeah. Fun yeah. And then um, can you explain a little bit about human design? Like what the basic is in case anybody hasn't heard of it before? Because I think it goes, I think that human design can go very, very well with astrology because human design is really, it seems like all about empowering yourself by really knowing more about yourself in this super cool combined type way of different spiritual arts. And if you know yourself, you know how you want to interact with astrology, but tell us a little bit about human design. Well, I feel like astrology is kind of the gateway um, drug for human design, if you will. It's like if you're into tarot, if you're into astrology, uh, human design kind of knits it all together. Um, The first thing is understanding how your aura works. So like in your work where you're talking about how we're from, we we have different tribes of light, it's very similar to that, but it's very mechanical. It's just mechanics. And so... um, I don't know that I have the right spiel for just like a one-liner for what human design is. It's not a philosophy. It's you're looking at your chart, just like you're looking at your, your astrological chart. You're looking at a human design chart based on nine centers as opposed to chakras. There's centers. And so you're getting an understanding of how each of those centers work in your not self and in your kind of um, evolved self. And so yeah. you start to learn more um, about yourself. It's a fascinating well, well, one thing that I, that I have learned a little bit through um, the little bit I have dabbled in the human design work, um, and you can always go on and do a free chart, uh, humandesignamerica.com, plug in your information, it'll kick back a free chart. Awesome, great way to get started. What I found is the information is so, um, <clears throat> so in-depth that actually having somebody read it for you could save you lots of time. Like I did mine probably 10, 12 years ago and yeah. I'm still like fumbling around. So I'm so excited to have this reading, uh, you know, just to, just to kind of, <laughs> kind of narrow it down a little bit so I can use it more wisely. Yeah. Um, but one thing I really did like about it, the one thing I remembered from my chart that was helpful is that the way you make decisions in life, like you're talking about yes. the nine power centers, yes. if you don't know yourself well enough, how you make decisions. Like I would not have guessed, like I wouldn't have known this till the person told me, but I make decisions emotionally. So that means that I have to give myself time to go up and down and up and down and feel the emotions. And I want to do it and I don't, and I don't, and I do, and I do, and I don't. And then eventually within a few days, a few hours, a few weeks, I'll be like, oh no, this is emotionally how I feel. And now I feel true to it. Mm -hmm. And then I can back the idea. But if I agree to something before I've gone through all my emotions, I probably just sort of, people don't like it because I go back and forth. (laughs) Whereas some people are sacral power. And that's that one. Yeah. Okay. So sacral power is where you just know in your body. So if you were to ask Tiffany, Hey, um, do you want to, you know, go get um, green tea today or something, or you want to go get a chamomile tea? And she'll be like, no. And you'd have your answer. Or she'd be like, yes. And you have your answer, but she's not going to go up and down. It'll be a solid yes or no with people who are sacral, but there's different power centers. And these are just two examples uh, of where that lines up in your unique chart, because everybody's like a little snowflake, just like your astrology reading. Um, Many, many facets. Human. And the other thing about human design is it actually, from what I understand, it blends Western astrology, Eastern astrology, it blends I Ching, it blends, it blends a lot of different systems together under one roof. How this, how the founder of it figured that out is just like spiritual genius to a max. But it's a very profound system. Yes, exactly. I get chill bumps every time we talk about it. And in addition to making decisions in your unique way that isn't like homogenized, follow this plan. There's no plan. It's very uh, helps you be your your own individual self, right? 
And so you're not having to follow, like even your diet, like even your, uh, to the DNA level, you can go really deep into your human design. And wow, I did not realize that. Yeah, your your digestion system, mine's hot thirst. So I, you know, I tend to do better when I'm eating soups or hot, like wet things. Um, it talks about your environment. So mine is wet kitchens, right? So I'm, I love having plants and greenhouses and things that are, feel like a laboratory. Wow. And there's so many bunny holes you can go down. <laughs> I love that. I really do. I mean, I'm very excited about it, but they do go perfectly well getting your astrology reading done, your planets in your houses and yeah. human design, I think blend really nice. And that's why I love in wise guys, wise guys collectives, you brought it all kind of together under one roof where, like you said, you have different readers, but it all seems to kind of meld kind of beautifully together on that level. Um, but the other reason I was bringing up human design is because I find it is so empowering and it just feels like we've gone through maybe a period of time that has felt disempowered to all kinds of people for different reasons. You know, some people feel totally disempowered that other people won't get vaccinated. Some people feel totally disempowered that people are making them get you know, vaccinated. Some people feel totally empowered with this president. Some people feel totally disempowered with this president. Like it's just all these like um, opposites where we've been giving our power outside of ourselves in so many different forms. I feel like the more you just know yourself, the better off you're going to be. And so I like the tools that you're kind of bringing to the table mm-hmm. with all that. Yeah. Right. I mean, and for us, Wise Guys is the anti-guru. There, you you were born wise. You have the tools. And so if you get up against a wall with yourself and you're like, I, I'm kind of feeling like I don't know where to go and you need a little tweak somehow, you, we can teach you the tools that help you figure you out as opposed to some big, broad um, Band-Aid solve-all for everyone because there's really not one. Um, but I, that's why I like having different readers and different lenses and different experiences, especially through the self-empowerment angle that you're talking about. When you're talking about um, feeling disempowered and the abuse of power, that is one of the cycles that we're going through right now. Um, and it has been for a really long time. Uh, when we think about the abuse of power or feeling power or not, I think about the planet Pluto. Um, Pluto has been in Capricorn. For a really long time and it will eventually move to Aquarius next year which that's going to be a huge shift uh, age of Aquarius wow huge no. did not know huge. and so wait, wait 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 so Pluto finally ends after this coming year because mm-hmm. I had well, a Vedic I mean, astrology reading done a while back and they're like for 17 years your life is horrible you know Vedic <laughs> astrology this person was just like the most negative person on the planet I mean, it just makes you want to like leave the planet to have done this. And I'm like, I've never been able to venture into Vedic astrology again because I'm so afraid <laughs> of right. what I'm going to say. But it sounds like if I'm understanding is that we're fixing to come out of a, a long Pluto cycle yeah. into Aquarius, which could be good for, yeah, life on earth. Right. <laughs> life right. good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, and so many like Saturn. Okay. So, so many of the bigger planets are changing from 2023 to 2025. So it's one thing to just talk about this beautiful year ahead. And I could tell you guys, like if this was a character arc or a story arc, I feel like the first quarter of the year feels pretty good. And then I feel like we take a bit of a bell curve nosedive. And I feel like it's because of the cycles of Pluto. There are many things involved in the forecast, but I just wanted to mention um, that when you're talking about empowerment or being disempowered, I feel like they're in Capricorn, Capricorn represents um, the government and the old school and the way it is and the, the granddad um, that's very militant and military. And uh, now there's positive sides of there's, you know, of all of this. If we were using our Pluto power well in Capricorn, what would that look like? You know, discipline, getting things done, following through, finishing projects, long-term thinking, right? Um, Being able to be ambitious. Capricorn, I feel like is one of the most misunderstood signs. I don't know if you- I have a Capricorn moon. You have a Capricorn moon. Okay. So great. Because most all of the healers I've worked with have some Capricorn element. And it, it always surprises me a little bit because- you think about Capricorn and it's like the mountain goat and the leader and the top and ambition, <laughs> but you know, they, they're the sea goat. So they are, they look like that, but underneath they've got this like Loch Ness mystery underneath undertone and Capricorns have some of the most amazing earth healing energy 
I, I would say of all of us. Um, and so Pluto in Capricorn, and you're talking about the new earth energy, it's shifting into Aquarius next year. Um, this is kind of the last gasp. This is the, the last part of the resistance. And man, we don't want to let go. <laughs> you know? I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Tiffany, uh, you've mentioned the new earth meditation that I've done a couple of times. I was going to give somebody a reference point. If anybody's interested in checking it out, it is a meditation. You can go to my YouTube station, My Wild Magic, and uh, it should be on there as New Earth Meditation. And it's really all about how we are kind of almost in two paradigms of energy right now with an old world consciousness, 2000 year plus consciousness, moving into a new consciousness, which is based on learning our life lessons with joy. It's based on the ray of harmony, harmonizing our life forth energy, activating the higher chakra system. So really super cool things. And we're already in the, the frequencies of the new earth. So this meditation was meant to kind of open that up. So again, uh, New Earth Meditation on MyWorldMeasure.com. So we're going to be back in just a moment because we want to start going through the months with Tiffany to kind of get a highlight of our year. Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. Welcome to Soul Activation Podcast, a world-class broadcast of insight and inspiration with the renowned healer and coach, Suzanne Alexandria. In this series, she dives deep into the magical sea of you, to the place in you that's ready to activate. Tune in live every second and fourth Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country, and it's just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information about the Healy on my website, maryjanemack.com, or you can call the office at 888-777-4232. Welcome back. I am Adrian Cobb. You're listening to My Wild Magic with Adrian, and I am stepping in for the Dr. Pat show today. Uh, and uh, we are on Transformation Talk Radio with Tiffany Harlick, who runs Wise Skies um, Collective. And you can find her at wiseskiescollective.com. She has a beautiful housing of different healers, um, astrology readers, tarot readers. Um, human design readers, and she also has a really cool calendar. Can you tell us a little bit about your calendar? You're fixing to get into telling us about what's going to go on in the year, and my mind will probably remember a fraction of it. I'm assuming your calendar could keep me more to point. So how does your calendar work? 
Okay, so the calendar, there's a calendar page on the website. So if anybody wants to check it out for like a, the month, it's always free for the month. But if you want it on your own device, uh, it's great because you can just pull it up on your phone or whatever calendar system you use. I use Google Calendar, so uh, that's where that is. But you know, oh. it goes on all of the devices if you have. A- wait, wait, wait! You got to slow down a minute because you know I've been so technically. Um- challenged i haven't actually downloaded your calendar like i don't know how to do it i'm just like ah this is like a digital calendar i have to read something so basically if you download your calendar um and there is a discount uh which i'm gonna send over to you but um anyway so basically once you do it it just goes straight onto your phone yep i totally missed that point my talent like this is a lot of things on my calendar but for example if i was to click on like right now the moon's void void of course and so if I click on that, it'll just tell me, what does that mean astrologically? Oh my God, this is brilliant because, you know, I don't know a whole lot about it. I'd like to learn. It sounds like I could kind of educate myself based on what you have. And this is your unique sort of thing that you've come up with, or is it, what's yeah, the deal yeah. with this? So uh, it's cool. It's when I, when I took over Wise Skies, that was one of the signature products. And so I started writing the calendar content. Um, I've been doing it now. We're in our sixth year. Um, I have a, a, a monk who um, does all of the conversions. And so it's very blessed uh, as we're writing. I write it every summer. What He's kind a- of monk? Just so I'm curious. Yeah. Zen monk, Buddhist monk, Tibetan monk. No, I don't really Catholic know. monk. I mean, I'm just wondering. Yeah, right. Like he goes away in the woods and, and prays for us all for months at a time. A very- okay. That's monk enough for me. All right. Yeah, right. Like legit <laughs> okay. monk. Um, okay. But- it's very it's infused with some really high quality high caliber interesting stuff so not only could if you're brand new to astrology and you're like i just give me a red flag or a green flag it's cool yeah it has like um it has little symbols it has little emojis so you know if it's if it's an umbrella maybe don't plan so much during that time if it's a sun go forward moment of opportunity but it's all for you so if you're wanting to learn astrology or maybe you have some ideas and you like to get a different perspective on it it goes in any of your it travels throughout the time zones um and you can turn it It on it does wow yeah. So it's pretty fun. Pretty darn cool. Yeah. So I am going to be downloading that immediately. So again, wiseskiescollective.com yeah. and you can download that. And then, um, and then you're giving a uh, sort of a discount for people too, right? Yes. So uh, for anybody watching, it's 50% off and um, we can, I guess we can put that in the show notes. Um, yeah. I'm looking for that right this second. I think I gave it to you at uh, Wild Magic. Here we go. Hold it up. Uh, Magic 50 is what you guys can use for 50% off. Okay. So Magic, M-A-G-I-C 50. If you go to Tiffany's website, uh, wiseguyscollectives.com, if you want to get that digital, super awesome, cool calendar, um, Magic 50 will get you 50% off. And I think the calendar is like, what, $35 or something? 35 bucks. So for yeah. 70 Super, super cheap to have an entire year's worth of, um, yeah, astrology, your own timing. Because I think I really like being in universal timing, for sure. Yeah, And it does sort of give you, I do find that, yeah, you kind of ride with that. So give us an example then, let's just kind of go through the highlights of the year a little bit and just how people can kind of access that or use it through gratitude. Through gratitude, yes. So anchoring in gratitude, you know, the gratitude in the small things. Um, and I think looking at a lot of different uh, angles. Um, so in terms of gratitude. So for example, I make a chai apple butter in December. What? So- <laughs> Do you sell it? <laughs> no, no, it's a gift. Um, okay. But you can use so many, so many different um, things go into the magic of that. And so afterwards, if you're using the apple peels, you can make your own apple cider vinegar at home. And that's kind of a process. And so you're you're, like, I took, I was taking the apples out of the ACV. And during that whole time, it's just gratitude, gratitude. It's like everything becomes a meditation of uh, thankfulness for health, for vitality, for slowness, for a slower pace. Um, Gratitude, I think you can weave into the astrology really beautifully because I think that this is a year where we decide to stop hustling and grinding and planning and, 
you know, um, I think it's a year where we're a little bit more relaxed. Uh, I don't want to say it's like island time relaxed, but I feel like we're <laughs> watching, we're sitting on the bank of the river and watching life and being able to respond accordingly, as opposed to like paddling and having to be at a place. It feels like a much different pace astrologically as we enter. Um, I know we want to give everybody some nuggets for each of the yeah. months. So in terms of January, we talked a little bit about the nodes shifting into Scorpio and Taurus. And so I feel like a lot of your self-care will involve some financial integrity, uh, some financial cleanup. Um, this isn't like a, a, you better do this. It's just, just like, how, how, can you, how can you include your finances and your self-care? Because Taurus and Scorpio are very resourceful, right? So uh, this could be a great year to pay off some debt. It could be a great year to be very conservative. Um, and, and I'd imagine to donate, volunteer. Exactly, being generous. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're, when you're writing your income down, using gratitude magic every single time, like, thank you so much for this person in my life. Um, you know, maybe you want to involve a tithe in your budgeting this year. Well, and also um, with that, another resource I'd suggest, since that's what you're saying, is Ken Honda, who is a, a Japanese guy who is super, he's got a lot of books out, Ken Honda. And um, I had studied him on Mind Valley, but he has one called Arigato, and his whole book is called Happy Money. I think he has an online course. He's got uh, YouTube videos, and it's called Happy Money. And it's all about only do happy things with your money, you know, and it's happy to pay off the debt. If I spend money, Arigato, which means thank you. If I receive money, Arigato. So no matter what you're doing, you start blessing your money with Arigato. It's just kind of fun. It's just like a happy money thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as we're starting out this year, Venus is retrograde. So the goddess of love and money, we are reconsidering what we want to spend our time on. And so if we can do it with that Arigato gratitude heart, I think that's perfect. Um, you know, at making some edits and adjusting some things. Um, Taurus is very practical and earthy. And so we're, we're not really consumed with what might be or this far out there idea. It's like, what's really in front of our faces and where can we do a little bit of cleanup and how can we do it with that arigato feel? Um, so January, if you need one thing, it's like your, your focused effort, what would that be? It's to embrace what is and, and respond to life that's in front of you. So it's just a very uh, localized feeling, I would say. Um, okay, so do you wanna talk about February? Yo, absolutely, I'm like hooked now. <laughs> Uh, February is cool because the new moon in Aquarius starts on the first. And so it just feels like as uh, Mercury is retrograde at that point, uh, all of the retrogrades that are going to happen in 2022 are happening in air and earth signs. And so this is a year, if you feel like you're tire kicking, or if you feel like you're not so sure, or if you feel like you're on that emotional wave that you talked about earlier, it, this is a year to reconsider a lot. So don't get frustrated if you find yourself making a lot of pivots. Consider yourself an artist this year. You cannot just paint a painting and be done. You got to wait until the color dries and see what shade of blue that was. And you need to step back and make tweaks. And you've got to, there's layers and we're getting layers of information and we can only handle the piece that we have right now. Um, February, I think is one of the best months of the whole year. Uh, not only do we have that new moon in Aquarius, it's an eight universal month. Jupiter is going to sextile Uranus. And this is a go big or go home, put it out there, all on the line. It feels like good energy, um, very benevolent, uh, very like, what are you inheriting and what's your legacy? Um, what kind of Einsteinian impact do you want to leave? Um, so wow, that's awesome. Yeah, very inspiring. February does feel very inspiring for sure. Yeah. Um, I will say that it does start the kickoff of the first um, round of the United States Pluto return. I don't think we're going to feel it as much in February as we will when we talk about July. We're going to see a big pivot there, um, but we'll get there. So February still feels good. Um, and then know. we'll be having Tiffany on, uh, she'll be on my show, my wild magic, uh, with Adrian, um, uh, every quarter this year to kind of keep us abreast as well on top of your lovely calendar. So, okay. So now we're March. Yes. And oh, so wait, wait. So actually, uh, let's just go to a quick break. We'll okay. be right back in just a moment and we'll shoot into March. 
Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Have you ever felt like if you just had the right tools and resources, you'd be able to carve a path toward the life your heart is aching for? Guess what? You have everything you need inside you. I'm Natasha Ornedo, and I'm here to show you that your healing is in your hands. Tune into my show, Unlock the Healing Path, every second and fourth Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn more about me and my work, visit NatashaOrnedo.com. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares practical tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you learn to live your best life. Live the good life, connecting your physical and spiritual self with Sabrina Wright every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationDocRadio.com. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or visit Susan's website at SusanDolce.com. Are you ready to experience full body system wellness? Tune in to the Empower Me Show with Pam Bright, a spiritual toolbox for your life. Embrace the fullness of who you are as a spiritual being having a human experience. Pam Bright is a multidimensional healer, light language channel, energy intuitive, and spiritual transformation coach. Join her for a rich conversation about how to unlock all your spiritual gifts. Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back. I am Adrienne Cobb. You're listening to My Wild Magic with Adrian. We have Tiffany with us and uh, she's doing our astrology for us for the month. And if you are interested in doing a soul blueprint, uh, you can look me up at mywildmagic.com. Soul blueprints go great. It gives you a whole blueprint for the year um, and really for your life path. And it's going to go really good with the astrology readings. So check that out, mywildmagic.com. So Tiffany, hit us up with um, our next our next planetary thing <laughs> we got going on. We talked about January, February, you know, March, this whole spring energy feels really good. And then the weather takes a little bit of a turn. Um, now, April's April's kind of one of those turning points where we talked about the cultural change the culture changes in art. So if you're a screenplay writer, if you're um, starting your podcast, if you're, you might be writing the next most epic book of our time, right? Like this is a very interesting time for artists to explore into some new waters, uh, a 12 year cycle, give or take. So that's all positive, but also what's going to happen in, in April as times change is that Mars is gonna be right next to Neptune. I've experienced with this um, because I have that in my first house. So Mars, when it's in good behavior and influences its energy and drive and uh, excitement and spontaneity, right? But when Mars is on its uh, negative side, it's a little bit more war and anger and and blood boiling type stuff. When it's next to Neptune, Neptune can see the best. You know, Neptune can have that spiritual vision, that quest energy, but it can also influence... um, where, th- where we're not sure where things are, where there's loose boundaries, right? And so I feel like in April, when we get that Mars-Neptune together, it could go either way. It could be like, wow, we have the next most interesting spiritual teacher available to us and we're all mesmerized. 
or it could be a time when there's a lot of um, toxins that we have to do some cleanup on. Uh, Neptune and Mars would be things like oil spills or uh, things like this. I'm not predicting that. I'm just saying that that's what they rule, right? That's what they govern over. Uh, so if something looks too good to be true, April is also starting eclipse season. Um, I would just say, gosh, it's almost like we're, we're the Cheshire cat time of year. It's, it's very interesting and uh, seductive, but things might not be what they seem. Um, as, as we go into May, I would say if you're looking for a month to kind of step back and unplug away from it all, I would do May because May looks like there's just a lot of tension. Uh, Mercury retrogrades, Jupiter moves into Aries, um, there's an eclipse in Scorpio, there's all of these Mars, Neptune, it, it just feels very invasive and hot and fireball-y. And so I feel like if you needed to take a rest, uh, that May would be a good month to insert a rest and plan for it. You know, stay hydrated, get plenty of sleep. This isn't a month to overdo it. Um, you know, in July, I think that this is when you're going to start to see more of the media in terms of the United States Pluto return. I think uh, the setup is very much like supply chain issues. It's very much like uh, things are starting to not work. If you think about the Pluto return, if the Pluto return had a halfway mark, it would have been during the 30s, during the depression, when food uh, sources were an issue. So at this time of year, I think it's great for people to have backyard gardens, uh, relationships with farmers, um, supporting the farmer's market, because I feel like in July, there's gonna be some disruptions with food and finance, at least from my perspective where I report. Um, Mars is gonna also conjunct Uranus, uh, explosions, disruptions, things changing big and dramatic, right? And so, uh, what did I just say? May all the way through July feels very heated. So holding your vision of love, holding your vision of gratitude, staying plugged into the new earth energy meditations, um, you know, trying to kind of keep yourself level through a groundbreaking time. At the end of the year, uh, the last, I guess, big thing I want to talk about is that Mars is going to retrograde in November. Um, this, this is right on the cusp of the Scorpio eclipse. So I feel like, um, you know, where Mars represents challenges, I feel like we get to go back over things. Gemini rules the lungs, you know, are we going to see, Gemini rules the hands, Gemini rules duality, uh, Gemini rules the shoulders, are we going to see, Gemini rules schools, um, siblings. Um, and with Mars kind of going back over there, are we going to see more issues that have to do with uh, respiratory health, with schools? Are we going to make some more changes? Uh, it, who knows how our free will is going to work with that. But I think that we're going to see some philosophies changing and people that were so far, like, you know, when the pendulum swings, you're over here for a while. But then as you change your mind, it goes so far the other way. And so towards the end of the year, we're going to try to get back in the middle of the road instead of going bardage to bardage and try to kind of help each other see, um, you know, that we're just two sides of the same coin. You know, you're not, wow. it's like that live and let live starts to come back around. Um, Hope begins in the dark is one of the Anne Lamott quotes. And so I feel like anybody going through a tough time um, reaching out for hope uh, just knowing that it begins in the dark, that the garden begins by. Well, it's in the void, right? I mean, spiritually, everything birth starts in the void and then mm -hmm. it comes out and it goes through its life cycle and then it goes back into the void and then it goes through a life cycle. So, I mean, it's just part of life, really. I think that's one cool thing about the astrology is it always that, just sort of keeps us in that flow. Right. And it, it helps us acclimate to a new pace and um, it helps us remember that there is a divine right timing for everything, um, right. that we're not in control of it all, you know what I mean? That we can yeah. sit by the bank of the river and enjoy uh, what's coming our way. You know? Well, and to be our better self. I mean, I think a really good question, I think it's really good to ask the soul questions uh, of the universe, of your soul. And, you know, one that I like a lot is what would it take for me to be my highest vibrational resonance? What would it take for me to you know, be that energy of pure love and light? What would it take for me to be connected at all times? So particularly, what would it take for me to be my highest vibrational resonance at all times and in all ways? And I use that one pretty daily to kind of help. And, and I notice that whether it's a 
you know, a tooth situation or a client situation or a money situation or a relationship situation, whatever it is, I'm bringing my highest best self to it. Cause unconsciously we tend to sort of run more with whatever was left over in our subconscious things that maybe have not been dealt with yet exactly. And our subconscious does create a lot for us. Right. So when you start inserting the question, what would it take for me to live at my highest, best, uh, highest vibrational resonance, then all of a sudden your system and the universe is like, oh, we can help her with that. And then it brings that in. And all of a sudden you start seeing things differently and acting in ways maybe you had not been taught to act as a child. It introduces things to you, people, opportunities that wouldn't have been there if you hadn't asked the question. Otherwise, it's just the same old. So, and I think when you keep saying, how are we going to use our free will? I think on one level, we can use our free will to do it from the unconscious and just keep doing the same old, same old based on our pain body, inner child stuff. Or we can say, hey, what's my highest vibrational resonance and use our free will to choose something of a higher, more divine path in life. Maybe something we hadn't ever considered or thought of, something better than we could have imagined possible. And what You have a really great question um, that is different than the one you just said. And it ha- it's something, help me remember it. It's something along the lines of like... Um, what what makes yeah we'll say so so um yeah so match for me yeah yeah yeah. um yeah it's basically um what would it be like you know what would my life be like if it was you know unfolding before me even better than I could have imagined possible what would it be like if my life was even better than I could have imagined possible like in other words it's taking you outside the box of what you thought I gotta have this kind of relationship I gotta have this kind of finance I gotta have and instead it's like I wonder if my life could be even better than what I thought and it takes you out of those conditions that we tend to get raised into something unconditional and very spirit-like is that what you're talking about that kind yeah yeah I mean what it's done for me that that kind of thinking um it just what's most loving yeah, it puts you in that field of infinite possibility and unconditional love where all things are possible. And, you know, if there's bad astrology, who cares? Because sometimes you got to fly across the Bermuda Triangle at midnight on Friday the 13th, and there you are. <laughs> you know With a I black mean? cat sitting next to you in the seat. <laughs> and so it's just part of our, our, I would say, spiritual practice, but it's just part of the condition of being human. Um, it is to be able to respond and, and to be able to work and to co-create and to open our minds. You know, those questions that you're asking help me get out of this very finite space and help me be open to the co-creation. Which well, yes. And I find that it opens us up to our divine self. Like there is a divine sort of God presence source energy that I think we separate our human from our divine quite a lot. And by asking those questions, it brings the divine back into our humanness. And no matter what happens in life, we're sort of just in the way of the Tao. It's like, okay, that can be bad. That can be good. And it just doesn't, it's not good or bad anymore right. after a while. It just exactly. it's sort of like, this is just life. How well am I going to handle it? Exactly. And that's how I see astrology at Me this too. point. This is just life. How am I going to bring my integrity, my love, my heart, my higher conscious to the table to handle that Mercury retrograde exactly. or to handle whatever it is? You know what I mean? Of course, I'm an Aries with about seven or nine planets in Aries. So I'm like, bring on the challenge. I'm ready. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I do aspire to that. So, uh, Tiffany, thank you so much for being on our show today. Again, uh, you can uh, check into Tiffany to get a astrology reading for yourself personally, human design through one of her other practitioners, Tro readings, download her, um, her calendar, 50% off uh, magic 50 by going to wise skies collectives. If you are interested in doing a soul blueprint, joining my meditation group on Wednesdays, or anything else that I have to offer, go to mywildmagic.com. I also do have a free quiz for discovering your own tribe of light, which are beautiful beings to help guide us as well. So thank you so much, everyone, and have a great rest of your uh, New Year week.